queremos. The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. You just can't do We're it. We're good with the uh, but not, you know, the more not melodic the upper palate. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. You're more guttural. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. see that. I can definitely anyway. see that. All right. This has been our linguistics chat. Yes. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, docs, dongles, and die! I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. <laughs> and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we have a roundup of the news that happened since the last show. Pedro examined some audio amp adapters, and I have a hopefully helpful hint about finding worthy charities to send your disaster relief donations to to help out the Earth's horrible past few weeks and places that are actually legitimate charities. Excellent. That is good to know. Yes. So there's lots of stuff on the show this week. Lots Uh, of stuff. Jam-packed. Yes. Do you have anything before we roll into the news? No, Uh, it's just been, I've been just trying to, you know, deal with the whole nonsense down in Puerto Rico and in Mexico and and family far flung all over the place. We'll talk a little bit more. Yeah, um, I think the, the show, Earth right? is kind of over humanity, and this I was is, like, we, okay, this, we're, we're yeah, getting rid I was of you. Actually, I was joking with somebody, a friend of mine, saying, you know what, Mother Nature's not having it anymore. Yeah, Mother Nature's just like, you know what, you're done. Mm-hmm. You guys are done. Yeah, it's time to clean house. Yeah, you know, like, I wonder what makes you wonder what the dinosaurs did to mess <laughs> yeah, with her. Exactly. Uh, I was actually thinking about like prehistoric man. You know, like mm-hmm. a run of luck like this. You start thinking it's the end times. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we're we're, we're out of here. You know, it, it's start been, sacrificing uh, goats and stuff because it's oof. been fairly cataclysmic lately. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Whoosh, yes. Whoosh. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll do a little news here, and then yes. we'll get to your audio bits. We'll and, have some uh, shenanigans. Yes. Uh, so, um, if it hasn't been a year of security issues already, uh, but uh, you know it is, it and is. as we know, hackers going to hack. By the way, did you say audio bits or naughty bits? Because that's I a said audio bits. Audio bits. Okay. Yes. Yes. So your naughty bits is for your other podcast. Yeah, that's the right? other podcast. Yeah. yeah. yeah yes. Uh, audio tech. bits. Yes. Clean tech. So uh, anyway, hackers going to hack. Yes, uh, this time, the United States Securities and Exchange Commission is fessing up that, um, should we call them unauthorized intruders, may have tapped into the agency's corporate disclosure database and made off with uh, what you call insider information that would have helped them profit illegally on stock trades. Yay, wow. government agency just opened the doors just, yeah, here. Just like, hey. Yes, the breach reportedly occurred in 2016 but was just discovered last month. The agency said the hackers exploited a software glitch in uh, the test filing component of the system to gain access to information that was not available to the public that all of these Hmm. corporations had submitted uh, for their reviews and things that uh, weren't, weren't general knowledge. The SEC said it promptly patched the security hole after finding it last year but said it only became aware last month that the glitch may have provided the basis for illicit gain through trading. That was those words. Mm-hmm. Uh, cyber criminals have targeted financial information hubs before. Uh, I believe Reuters has uh, looked into this. Yes. The Hong Kong Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ Stock Exchange here in good old New York uh, were targeted by hackers, I believe, back in 2011. You know, so it's, it's going to keep happening. Uh, government and regulatory agencies, uh, please Audit your systems now. Yeah, like like yesterday. Yeah, like like mm-hmm. get cracking here, yeah, folks. Exactly. Now, after uh, recent reports of Facebook making money from Russian-linked propaganda firms during the 2016 U.S. presidential election cycle, I believe we talked about this last week, and uh, also has come to light uh, targeted ads using offensive slurs uh, were sort of populating the automated advertising system. There, this That's was. Not cool. I think this one maybe happened after we recorded, but Facebook has not had a good week they of. Have not. Uh, 
of maintaining itself. Um, the company says it's making changes uh, because of these two incidents. Cheryl Sandberg, Facebook's chief operating officer, posted a note on the site, a very long note, uh, and her statement reads in part, Last week, we temporarily disabled some of our ad tools following news reports that slurs or other offensive language could be used as targeting criteria for advertising. If someone self-identified as a, quote, Jew hater or said they studied, quote, how to burn Jews in their profile, those terms showed up as potential targeting options for advertisers. Oh, good God. Good God. Seeing those words made me disgusted and disappointed, disgusted by those sentiments, and disappointed that our systems allowed this. Hate has no place on Facebook. I'm sure I'll be got to talk, but uh, mm-hmm. hate has no place on Facebook. And as a Jew, and as a mother, and as a human being, I know the damage that can come from hate. The fact that hateful terms were even offered as options was totally inappropriate and a fail on our part. How, how how could that even happen? I don't they, even understand. This is this is a thing with systems design, and I hit this in a book that I was reviewing about Ellen Ullman, where she said when you're designing a software system, one of the things you do is you think of the stupidest possible thing someone could do, and then you start from that and you make sure that can happen. You know, she was talking about system crashes, right, right, but right, right. let's talk about usability and interface and what people will do. Absolutely. And uh, somebody who was interviewing her, uh, I think for the New Republic, said Twitter would be totally different if people who are targets of online hate would have been designing that system. They would have built in ways for people to combat trolling and hateful behavior. Oh, yeah. If Facebook maybe would have been designed by people who were the subject of slurs and offensive language, Mm -hmm. maybe some of that stuff would have been blocked and never been uh, possible from the get-go. That's fascinating, and I agree. Yes. So so Cheryl has this – and this is just a a short portion of uh, Cheryl's post here – She ended that particular paragraph by saying, we removed them, and when it was not totally effective, we disabled the targeting section of our ad system. So they, she says, they're going back under the hood. They're going to Mm -hmm. make it stop doing this. Um, We'll see. Uh, But Facebook, you know, between the Russian propaganda and this, and and the two are kind of, I think, tied together. uh, In some strange way, The propagandists, I think, were able to use some of these uh, slurs for targeting to help rile up uh, certain components of the um, electorate. If you were so. Very good point. So she went on to say that Facebook would be clarifying ad policies, tightening enforcement, limiting the targeting options to 5,000 commonly used terms, and creating a program to report issues with ads. That's it. I'm not paying them anymore. Yeah, they. No more. They're not getting any more of my subscription money. I see. So oh, you were just. <laughs> oh, we don't pay, right? Yeah, it's no, free. it's free. The hate comes free, too. <laughs> yeah, they, they, that's just a, a value add. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, so, so they and I think it's slowly dawning on them, especially in the wake of the election and and what went on, that you can't just say, "Oh, we're just a platform." Oh, yeah. No, you are a media company in some regards, and mm-hmm. you guys do have some responsibility for how people use the service. So Big even time. though nobody wants to take that, German elections are this month. Uh, in fact, they may even be happening now if you're listening to this over mm-hmm. the weekend. And hopefully, Germany has uh, taken steps to uh, keep its. Uh, Voters uh, aware of what's fake and what's real. Let's hope. Let's hope. But moving on. Moving on. Google, uh, the most recognizable component of the mighty alphabet empire, has announced a $1.1 billion with a B dollar agreement with mobile hardware company HTC. 
that uh, brings more HTC employees over to the big G to develop smartphone stuff and also gives Google non-exclusive license for HTC's intellectual property. Really? So they bought them out? Yeah. So uh, as you may know, because you buy Google hardware, uh, HTC had already been working with Google on its uh, very fancy Pixel phones, the ones that uh, uh, replaced the Nexus phones. And Google had previously purchased Motorola's mobile division, grabbed all the patents, and then sold the company to Lenovo. I don't know if they're going to do the same thing here because it seems like they've got a hardware relationship with HTC right. that maybe they didn't have with Motorola. So. They definitely didn't have a hardware relationship. Yeah, so, so it sounds like the big G is really kind of gearing up because they see Samsung and Apple doing these super groovy cool phones and getting a lot of attention for the Galaxy S8 and the iPhone X, mm-hmm. and, and maybe Google's little pixels are kind of getting lost in the, the distance there. So. Hey, as long as they, if they keep the bloatware off there, I'm, I would go with a Google Yeah, if, if they day. give you pure Google. Pure. That's On a beautiful it. piece of hardware. Absolutely. That would be a lovely thing. With a headphone jack. Yes, with a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, now, uh, also uh, kind of in, in Google world here. Yes. Nest, the Internet of Things thermostat company that's also a part of the Alphabet Empire, is expanding into home security with some new products they announced. Uh, you know that it scares me every time you say Alphabet Empire. It's yes. Like the the Alphabet. A- Empire and Google, the whole thing. Yeah, it scares yeah, me. Yeah, you're thinking of a giant box of alphabets or yes. something. Yeah. <laughs> No, well, that, now that, I me, am. Yeah. Now I am. Yeah, now the, 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 it's a large company, it the Alphabet indeed. there. It is indeed. But, uh, and, and Google, I think, bought Nest before yes, Alphabet kind of became the, the yeah. parent of everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, and most people, oh, Nest, you know, a little thermostat. And they made a couple of other products, but now they're doing this home security system because we all got to be worried about our physical security as well as our cyber security. Well, of course. These new products they've announced include the Nest Secure Alarm System. A home security system designed to be tough on intruders and easy on you, and it's got a starter pack. It includes the Nest Guard, an all-in-one security base that provides the alarm keypad and a motion sensor, and I guess it's got uh, a friendly voice that talks back to you. No. See? Nuh-uh. You don't want your alarm nope. saying, I don't want my alarm talking. Klingons in Sector 4. <laughs> well, that I would like. Yeah. That I would like. But but you don't want, uh, yeah. you know, raccoon on the back door. I, well, I told you I changed all my... Uh my Alexas to mm-hmm. uh, to respond to computer. So. I see. So, all right. Well, you can have a little fun with this. Uh, yeah. They've also got the Nest Detect, which is a sensor that detects both motion and open or closed movement. Uh, it's all in one little battery-powered device. You put it on a window, and it knows when it opens, I guess, just the, the movement. You can stick it on a wall, and it will sense uh, someone walking around in the room. And uh, if you put it on a door, then it says, hey, the door's moving, and ooh, someone came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it could be you know, a whole new plot for a horror movie. Yep, and it sounds very creepy all the way around. Yes, so they've got that. There's the Nest Tag, which is a fob that you can put on your keychain, which lets you uh, alarm and disarm uh, the alarm system. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can share them with families, friends, the people who come in to water your plants and walk your dogs, nice. your cleaning lady. Yeah. They've got that. The Nest Hello Video Doorbell, which is, uh, they said it's the company's first video doorbell. Oh. Uh, I was not aware of the video doorbell category, but we live in Didn't New York realize. where yeah, it's not exactly. a real big, I just, mean, you have security and you have doorman and maybe you just don't even answer your buzzer. But, yeah, you know, who answers their buzzer? Yes. So so the video doorbell thing, it is security and has a Nest Cam that can detect a person, then send an alert and a snapshot, even if that person doesn't ring the bell. So if someone is pirating your Amazon purchases, it may be stacked out front oh. or doing something, this is going to grab a uh, photo of them. Could, could be sort of handy if you've been having problems in those areas. And then they've got the Nest Cam IQ outdoor security camera. 
it's weatherproof and, and right. it uh, looks at your property. Mm-hmm. So so they announced all these things and then it's got the accompanying software and services that go with it if you want to arm your entire house with Nest products. Um, Man, crime must be rampant in the United States. To, this, to have know. this side, yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, it must be. We must be like going nuts over here. Yeah, and 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 I. Well, my first thought was yes, crime. Uh, my first thought was um, okay. Could this get hacked? Someone could like get see, into your home security system. You see what I was trying to do? I was trying to divert. Yes, the you were trying to. Away you were trying to make it be not that. about yes, the thing that I was going to go to because I'm going to freak out even more than that. Yes. I was being sardonic, maybe. Yes, you were. Well, you were sardonic as a, a denizen of the South Bronx, yes, where security exactly. was yeah, a whole you different know what, you know life what or death video, game. Yes. Yeah. You know what our video camera was for the doorbell? You hung out the window mm-hmm. and you looked downstairs. I don't know you. Go yes, away. You know, and your key fob was throwing the the key and a sock down exactly. to the first floor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so all right. Well, I, I'm sorry. I didn't appreciate your sardonic. Throw the comedy. key down. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those those you know and it, well it was a, it was a, a one bit system you know <laughs> binary and you had full control over who had access Absolutely. to your, your place. I didn't have to worry about security. So you didn't have to worry about this possibly getting nope. hacked or nope. you know what I'm going to provide that or having service. a raccoon moon you yes, from the exactly. outdoor camera. This is true. This is true. I think that's a service we should provide. Really, that the, would be our Nest security system. The PTJ security system. All right. So, 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 well, they had all these various components to it and software and services. So, we're going to have to sort of get cracking to have uh, comparable services here. We'll beat any price. Yes. (laughs) We'll beat any price. Yes, we will. <laughs> we will beat it with something. Yes, we will. Yes, yes, we will. So, but for those who maybe they've got a big house course, out in the burbs, and the you got to worry, and, and the crime is rampant, apparently. So, yeah, yeah. The bicycles getting stolen, of Amazon packages getting hijacked, those lemonade stands getting kicked over. Yeah, you know, somebody, Vicious. the neighbor, like taking their dog onto your lawn and yeah. letting us do its thing, and then running away. Might not even be the know. dog doing it. Yeah, you know how so, crazy those suburbs are. Yeah, so yeah. you know, you you can find out what's going on. Could be the neighbor. That's true. <laughs> Suddenly the show just went off the yes, rails. Yes, yes. We've gone gonna, off the rails, We're folks. never going to be allowed to go to suburbia. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Anyway, I will have a link to the Google Nest package for those who do want to look at it. And, and uh, let's talk about Apple's hardware uh, Yes, let's talk about goodies Apple's Because hardware. they announced all that stuff, and then all that stuff all of a sudden became available, and right. people reviewed it. And the only thing that's not out, I believe, is the iPhone ten and High Sierra is coming out next week. But How's uh, their stock doing? I have not looked. You know, there hasn't been that breathless like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, well, and their stock went up like 5 million percent. Yeah, I, I've kind of gotten out of the habit of looking at the stock price. I did sort of wonder because they've got, you know, the fancy new paradigm shifting iPhone 10 right. that's not coming out until later, but the 8 and the 8 Plus were available now. And mm-hmm. people were kind of looking at that very closely to say, well, how did their sales do? And they're thinking that the 10... People are waiting for the 10. There was sort of a rush for the 8 and the 8 Plus, but they noticed that the ship dates have not slipped as far back as they normally do when right. it's a new iPhone. So maybe it's a week or two if you didn't get up at 3 in the morning and order it on the day it was released or for pre-order instead of like a month or two months like it was with previous iPhone models. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, well, maybe there's just not the demand because the ship dates aren't slipping and people are waiting for the all-glass face-mapping one. But hold on a second. I mean, honestly— is there a compelling reason to buy that iPhone X? Yes. <laughs> yes, you were going to pronounce it I as you want to pronounce it. Absolutely. Is there a compelling reason? Really, is there anything that's screaming to you personally? I need to get this phone. 
for, for me, well, I ordered an N8 Plus. I know we had mm-hmm. discussed after yeah. the show which which one I was going to get because I definitely need an upgrade because my 6 is uh, running on fumes. But I looked at it, and for me, new technology is great uh, since I'm not reviewing this for a publication where somebody else is paying for it. Right. I kind of want to let it mature for a generation or two. I so I was not all revved up to go and get the 10. The face mapping thing, yeah, I can unlock the phone with my face. I don't do a lot of e-commerce, so I don't know how. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you get in, you know, with the, the, yeah, it's great. You know, the phone sees me and, and I don't have to sort of put my thumb on it to take the lock screen off. That wasn't a big enough selling point for the $1,000 low rung perch. The talking poop emoji did not move me. Not even close. Or any of the, I mean, I know that's your thing, and it's, it's oh, look, it's the 30,000 dots. or, or And yeah, then people have taken that screen grab of, of the, the, the simulation poop. of the dots and saying the new phone will pepper spray you if you post bad stuff on Twitter. <laughs> so they're having fun with that. But it, it wasn't compelling enough for me to lay out that much coin. And the 8 Plus was not as cheap, but I also wanted a better camera. Right. So I'm going to let this 10 maybe marinate, mature a little bit, uh, maybe pick it up second or third generation when I get it with the current one. A lot of people, though, want to be first on that new tech bus. They want to try all the features. They want to complain about, oh, this was supposed to work and it doesn't. But why? I don't understand that concept. It's, I don't, it's I, a fear of missing out. It's, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's just it, – there's – what? Why? You face mapping? Why? I don't get it. It's cutting edge, and the the other phones have the augmented reality stuff on too, which is yeah. the other thing I was interested right, in. Right, and so, right. if the ten was the only one that had the AR, I may have held off. But it's like, yeah, you know, if I can do it on all the other ones, and and the software kit is available, and people are doing their apps like the IKEA app and those ones right. where you can put things, you know, in your augmented reality, I can wait. Yeah, so I, I, I'm with you there. Yeah, so, I can so always we'll wait. we'll see. Uh, the yeah, and the reviews uh, for the ten haven't really come out. I think. Reviewers got to play with it a little bit, but they right. did not get they to road get to, test it. Right. They only got to play with the 8 and 8 Plus. The Apple Watch is also at the Series 3, and that's getting fairly good reviews um, as, as far as Apple Watch reviews go. Mm-hmm. So so they're starting to, to uh, show up. The, um, as you know, iOS, uh, iOS 11 dropped, and there's usual, usual complaints of, oh, my voicemail list disappeared, or oh, I can't sync it, uh, all of this early uh, stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that Apple releases and people have to work through issues. Well, yeah, and then the big deal is, uh, you know, those 32-bit apps are going away, folks. Yeah, so, yes. So, you know, don't get used to them. Yeah, it's just your beloved old software, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is riding out to the sunset. Yes, indeed. The video people, though, were particularly interested in the Apple TV, the 4K HDR one, uh, uh, $179 uh-huh. price point. Yes, indeed. And I was reading a review Clearly, the reviewer was just hardcore, loved movie sound, movie picture, was totally into testing this thing out. It's a $179 Apple TV, so it is the more expensive one that we've seen of all the Apple TVs that have come before. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, currently the only standalone box that supports the Dolby Vision HDR standard, but it's got a few things that it doesn't support. And this reviewer was uh, getting a little uh, annoyed that these things were not ready out of the box. I think they're coming, uh, but for example... Uh, the Dolby Atmos surround sound technology. No Dolby Atmos? No, no, it does not support wow. the Atmos or play through the sound bars uh, that support it. They wow. say it's going to be coming later, but for people who like the movie sounds, yeah, such as yourself, uh, yes. that is not quite in there yet. It doesn't support YouTube's 4K HDR videos. I guess they're using a different standard. Uh, so the Apple TV 4K oh. HDR is like, no. Uh, and while iTunes has been updated with some 4K HDR movies to kind of like, Show off the uh, the Pri- format there. Prime the pump. Yes, uh, it doesn't have Disney or Marvel flicks in there in the the hmm. spiffy new 
uh, resolutions. Really? So That's people who want to see all of their uh, superhero and Disney stuff, yeah. uh, nope, no deals there. Sorry. So. so, but I think for for a lot who maybe were coming from an Apple TV two or three. This one is a nice jump, and the 4K HDR stuff is only going to get more yeah. popular. And also uh, gives me a reason to buy a 4K TV now. Yeah, to, to go with your there $179 you Apple Absolutely. TV box. Now, uh, Equifax. Uh, oh, we, don't, yes, we don't. too much of them last week. Seriously. They continue to do damage to the public. Wow. Uh, according to the BBC and a few other news organizations, customer service representatives using Equifax's Twitter account we're sharing the wrong URL to concerned users and actually sending them to a phishing site before a security researcher noticed and uh, said, um, yo, uh, I guess they talked to uh, the security firm there. Uh, there was a quote on, in the story. Hold on, hold on. Let me have my stroke here. Let me have my mini no, stroke. No, no. Have your fizzy brown. That's all right. I'll have my fizzy brown. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just a, a little blast of, of high fructose corn syrup They're there. Killing me. They're killing me. Yeah, there's this wonderful understated quote, though. that clearly the social media team has not been thoroughly briefed. Really? <laughs> yes, that was from a really? security. Uh, really? I think it was from the team that noticed that they were yeah. giving out the wrong. Uh, really? Yes. So Equifax continuing to fail. Yes. Now, uh, this is a more upbeat note. Uh, okay, though, as you know, uh, Microsoft bought Minecraft. Yes. And there's the Better Together update uh, they've been working better on. Together. It's not to be confused with Hillary Clinton's Stronger Together campaign. Right, right. This is Better Together. It is an update. It's been released since the new version of Minecraft that lets players on Xbox, the mobile platform, VR, and Windows 10 all play together. Ooh. The new version also provides access to player-made products in the Minecraft marketplace. Oh, and I you remember can we mentioned take that, those yes. objects from one device to another. Nice. So, so for nice. hardcore Minecrafters, this, you can just play Minecraft anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere you want. Yes. At any time. Yes, with player-made objects. And finally. And finally. The Cassini spacecraft may be gone after its suicide plunge into Saturn's atmosphere on September 15th, but the noble probe lives on through the photos and data that it sent back. Sure does. Over a period of 13 years, Cassini captured, I guess uh, it was 450,000 images of Saturn. Holy moly. And you can see some of the best ones in a new free ebook available from the NASA website. A free ebook. A free ebook. Yeah, I think they put this up the, the week of the, the, the final uh, mm-hmm. mission there. But, final um, descent. Yes, the final descent. But the book is called The Saturn System Through the Eyes of Cassini, and you can just go to the downloads area of the NASA website and just grab a copy of this book yourself. It's illustrated with color photographs. It's got some text about the mission. It is available in Amazon's Kindle format uh, as an Apple iBook in the very popular EPUB format and as a uh, PDF file that you just download. So you you can get it in any of those formats. It's free. NASA's a government agency. They are sharing the data and the love of space exploration with the public. We will have a link to that on our show page, along with links to everything else that we talked about on today's show. And you can find those links at poptechgenium.com. Protected by Nest Security Video Doorbell. J.D. Pedro. You know that I am deeply, deeply offended that Apple took away that 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, I right? think you may have mentioned it once or twice. I think I might have. Yeah, it have. was. Yeah. The, there were some, some hurt feelings there. Yes, there have been. There have been. Part of the issue with me was that I have, I like to carry around personal headphone amps. 
that I connect to my devices. And you have, what, 30 or 40 different pairs of headphones <laughs> for every outfit, it too? It seems like that. All with the 3.5? It seems like that. And, you know, the thing about the headphone amps, these personal headphone amps, and I have a bunch of them, you know, is that they do make the listening experience for me personally so much better. The disappointment I had with the fact that they were eliminating the headphone jack was that now I pretty much had to start all over and I did not want to start all over. You know, the little adapter, you know, the headphone adapter, uh-huh. this little bad boy here. Oh, that thing they were they're yeah. now charging $9 for? Or exactly. Remember I told you that I have to keep a stack of these. Yeah. Because I constantly lose them. They're like ponytail holders. They you are. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what they are. And the frustrating part of it is I always get the sense that this cheap little plastic thing is not giving me the quality sound that I would want from something that's essentially connecting directly into a digital output. Could this be because it's a cheap little plastic thing? That is exactly what it could be. Yes. That's exactly what it could be. So you actually put me onto this. I, I, I believe it was probably a listener or somebody who gave us a heads up on this Nexum Aqua. Mm. It's, a, it's a headphone amp, which is actually kind of snazzy. Ooh, it's got to... some burnished silver with a sculpted uh, case there. Yeah, it? it's got this. It, it, it's actually very snazzy looking. It does. It's it's sculpted. It's kind of like like rectangular, but it's not. I don't even know what it is, but it looks very space age. Yeah, it looks like if Frank Gehry designed a USB drive. That's a perfect way to describe it. The nice thing about this, this is, again, the Nexum, the Aqua from Nexum, and they describe it as a micro audio amplifier. Micro audio amplifier. Micro audio amplifier. The cool thing about this little device, this micro audio amplifier, is that there's no battery in here. That's why it's so micro. That is exactly why it's so micro. The bad thing about this little micro audio amplifier is that there's no battery. Okay, so it's got to get its power from somewhere. Exactly. That's part of the issue. It can drive fairly large headphones. The problem is, though, because it is not a powered device, it's going to draw its power from your phone, which means your battery is going to drain much faster. So, so if you're driving some big headphones and you're listening to music for an hour or two. Yes, you're going to you're going to see your battery drop big time. That is a negative. The other negative for me was that as soon as you plug this in, it screams at you to download an app, which essentially the only purpose that I can tell is that it updates the driver for this thing. Uh-huh. So it's annoying. It's an extra app I don't want on my phone, but the only way to run this thing is to have it. Those are the negatives. The positives are, it doesn't sound bad. Yeah. It doesn't sound bad, especially with larger headphones. They drive, it drives your headphones really, really nicely, and it fills out the sound that you could not get from cranking the volume on your phone. So I won't say it's great compared to some of my other headphone amps, the personal headphone amps that I carry around. But? But in a pinch for 70 bucks... It's not bad. Plus, like you said, it's snazzy looking. Yeah, it's this snazzy. one is space gray. They have rose gold. They have all the colors. So if you want to match it up to your, you know, iDevice, go ahead and do it. Again, the Aqua Nexum. So you can put your big cans on, have your nice headspace, and exactly. just go out with a fully charged battery. The alternative for me, and I thought about this because to be honest, there aren't a lot of alternatives for this type of device. The only comparable device that I could think of is 
don't know if you remember, I think I talked about this on a, a show of, wow, a while ago. This is the Dragonfly Red from AudioQuest. And this is also a personal headphone amp and a USB DAC. You can use this on your computer. Technically, it's designed for it. As you can see, it's, it looks like a USB thumb drive. Yeah, so this is not for your phone, per well, se. Well, that's there's the rub. There's the rub. Because if you use that little camera adapter cable that uh, they sell uh-huh. uh, for the iPhones and the iPads and all that, it's got a USB yeah, yeah. connection on one end. And it, it goes slightly. It works. Because unlike its older cousin, the first version of the Dragonfly, this is a version 2, this draws significantly less power. Okay. So you can connect it to your iPhone with that dongle and get essentially the same functionality you would get with this Aqua from Nexum. And the price differential? Big price differential. Now, I would argue personally that it's worth it because of the sound quality. There is a huge difference in sound quality, despite the claim that that Nexum has that the 24-bit 192K audio resolution out of the Aqua, you definitely can get it from the Dragonfly. The sound stage is bigger. It's warmer. This one, again, is not battery-powered. So you got the same situation where it's going to drain your battery. But sound quality-wise, if that's something that concerns you, I would recommend the Dragonfly over the Aqua. If you don't care... Just use the standard lightning dongle that I keep in stacks at home. The Dragonfly you could use on a laptop or the phone, Absolutely. It works fantastically. It it has uh, multiple uses. It has absolutely multiple uses. I use it. In fact, after we're done here, I'm going to use that Dragonfly to edit the show. All right. And how much is the Dragonfly? 190 bucks. Around there. 190 to 190 versus the 70 70. for the other one. And you know what? It's hard to argue for some people. Some people would argue that the price difference is, you know, not necessarily worth it quality-wise, but... I think it is. All right. Words of wisdom in high fidelity. As we mentioned at the top of the show, Mother Nature is not really having humanity these She's days. She's ticked. Yeah. Well, just since August, we had the horrible Hurricane Harvey that yep. tried to drown Houston. We've had Hurricane Irma, which took out large chunks of Florida and the Caribbean. Hurricane Maria, right. which Puerto Rico completely without power. Devastated. Yes, indeed. Fires in the far west. Two major Earthquakes in Mexico. Yes, Mexico's had two. And then there was a volcano, I heard, yep. that erupted uh, yes. after this earthquake that just happened a couple of days ago. Yep. So it has not been a really good no. time uh, for uh, nature here. No. And um, I think a lot of people, the first instinct you see is when you're watching TV and you see all this horrible stuff and you see the people striving to help and just trying to get together. It's like, I want to donate to this. I want to help. I can't be there, but I can send money. And the Red Cross always has its donation thing. They got up, you know, text so-and-so to send $10 to the Red Cross. Mm -hmm. There are so many organizations that are willing to help. And what I found out just because we've had a lot of natural disasters is some of the ones that work the best are the ones that are local charities and on the ground. And the Red Cross has gotten some heat for how much money they put towards administrative costs and whatnot. Um, they say the no, no, they're, they're looking at us wrong. You know, however you feel about the Red Cross, you know, do, do what you want. Um, but, 
There are a ton of other charities. Uh, when the floods hit in Texas, mm-hmm. the Humane Society was getting donations because while they abandoned pets, right. local food bank, the Texas Diaper Bank was was taking yes, donations. That's right. So it got me thinking that if you want your money to go as far as possible, look for a local or a, a reputable organization to give that money to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of huge charities, and there's also a lot of scam charities going around. That's the other thing you have to look out yep. for these days. This is a, a call to do a little research. Like, you want to help, but you want to make sure your help counts. Yeah, and just so, do your homework, folks. Yeah, and so I was looking around, and Vox actually had a really good article uh, because they, too, have been aware of all of the, the crazy stuff that's been happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to link to this article on our show page because they do have so many good things. But cool. they uh, they go through and just say, here are some organizations that you may want to look at, like the, the Mexican Earthquake the International Community Foundation, uh, which is a charity that I think works in Mexico a lot, but um, they've got four out of four stars from Charity Navigator, which is that site that kind of evaluates how charities spend their money, and we're mm-hmm. going to like to Charity Navigator too. But International Community Foundation has a lot of good going forward, and they're helping directly. Global Giving, which is a charity crowdfunding site, also gets a high rating from Charity Navigator, Oxfam Mexico. The Red Cross uh, Mexico mm-hmm. is also on their list. So, so they're there, um, again, with the uh, Red Cross caveat. Right. And UNICEF down there, the uh, United Nations Children's Fund, because of that school that got uh, squashed down there yes. during the earthquake. And, and just so many kids who are, are um, in peril right. down there. Yes, yeah. so, so that's another one to look at for the earthquake-related stuff. For the hurricanes, as you know, that's a lot of water damage, a lot of wind. People's houses oh, yeah. were demolished in some places. Yep. Oxfam, again, Convoy of Hope uh, is a hunger-focused group that has been sending meals. I think they, they work in Haiti, but you know, pretty much most of the Caribbean has been affected by oh, the God, yeah. hurricanes going through. Uh, global Giving, again, for that one. Uh, there's one called All Hands, um, which has a great charity navigator uh, review, AmeriCares. And uh, there's a couple of Florida agencies, too, because Florida really mm-hmm. uh, took it bad with Irma. Also, the United Way of Miami-Dade, South Florida Wildlife Center, and uh, there's an animal shelter in Naples called Bridget's Crossing Foundation uh, because, again, displaced pets. So, so many places. A lot of these hurricane places will also uh, take uh, donations for Hurricane Harvey, which people have forgotten about even though it was the hugest thing to Texas in forever. And because we've had so much stuff coming through, like you can't forget that Harvey – really smacked Texas around in the last week of August. Um, Houston Humane Society and uh, the Vox article has a list of local food banks there because a lot of those neighborhoods, I think, are still, uh, even if the water's drained, they're dealing with just so much mold and the aftermath of a flood. that uh, And, and because te- um, Texas is a refinery area, there was toxicity in the water too, so a lot of people had to be evacuated there. And this was one of the best lists of charities that I found. I'm also going to link again to Charity Navigator. Um, mm-hmm. And and Vox says if you're going to give, take it upon yourself though, just to do some research. Right. Online giving is very easy to do, but make sure that uh, you're giving to the right place. And hopefully, uh, people will donate. Uh, there is so much need for it uh, now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And the storms aren't even done. I mean, Maria has not really come up the East Coast. We don't know where that's going to go yet. Yep. There's still, I think, nine or ten weeks of hurricane season left because it yeah. does not end until November. Hey, folks, remember, Sandy was in November here yes. in the New York area. So it's uh, it's been a crazy year, and, um, you know, we are human. We should all help each other out a little Absolutely. bit. So if you have the money, you know, this would be an excellent place to go to help somebody else who maybe lost everything. Mm-hmm. And if and, you don't do it online, do it locally. Do yeah. It, you know. 
Check out your local charity, your local churches, your local synagogues. Yeah, see what volunteer. You know, people are doing food packs and things and and getting care packages together. So there are a a ton of resources, and you can find most of them. You know, just go to a a good website that doesn't want your credit card number uh, right right up front. uh, Be be aware of the phishing sites and the the, the stupid scam emails, too, that always come out. Yeah, God. Hateful. Yes, so uh, we will have links to uh, some of these sites here on our show page again. This was a hopefully helpful hint for humanity nice, uh, this I like week. That. And, um, Quadruple H. Yes, and uh, we are sending our thoughts here from Pop Tech Jam to everyone who has been affected yes, by all yes, the indeed. natural disasters that seem to have happened in the past four or five weeks. Sorry, Mother Nature. Whatever we did, we apologize. Yes, we're bad. Yeah, we're bad. We got to go. We do. It's anyway, that time again already. It is that time already. Just flew right by. I know. Yeah, thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, I think they'll build it. I think you. they can do that. Yeah, I think they can. And thank you, listeners. Uh, thank we hope you, everyone bros. is uh, out there is safe if you are in one of the uh, affected regions. Stay we uh, we, ho- we hope you're getting on okay. Uh, we're both definitely donating to the causes. Uh, no question about that. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can all... Uh, get back to normal soon does it normal even count anymore i don't know about i don't know yeah normal might be too much for us anyway but uh, normal i know that yeah just uh haven't figured it out yet just so maybe maybe a day when when your house isn't getting blown down that sounds like a plan yes so uh but again anyone out there who has been affected uh, our thoughts are with you and uh, some of our money as well so everyone take care we will be back again next week with more uh tech more shenanigans you've probably got some more hardware to um evaluate i might be be doing some software next week oh really software mixing it up just mixing it up all right so everyone have a great week uh we'll be back next time and stay safe